0: In my last passage, End Times Babylon, Part 1, I advocated for viewing Babylon in a holistic manner. This includes having a general understanding about Babylon as an overarching global antichrist, Chaldean, kingdom, which will soon emerge more transparently in the tribulation period. This kingdom and will have its headquarters, so to speak, in the great city, which will also soon likely be more readily apparent. I also described in Part 1 how the most tangible representation we have of the coming kingdom of Babylon is a single nation, also referred to as Babylon itself in Scripture. The nation of Babylon is the primary, initial end-times battleground between God's people, the Jacob army, and the lawless Antichrist Chaldeans. The Jacob army raises a banner, or a sign, to the rest of the world about the secret iniquity engaged in by the Chaldeans worldwide, and their oppression and persecution of innocent people. In this passage, I will address the last day's nation of Babylon in more detail. Description of Babylon herein will further assist in identifying the current nation that is a primary battleground location for the end-time spiritual kingdom war. I submit that this nation of Babylon is the United States. Not surprisingly, given that Babylon U.S. is the symbolic capital of the worldwide Antichrist Chaldean Kingdom, it follows that the usual Antichrist Chaldean markers are present. In fact, last days Babylon is referred to in Scripture as the beauty of Chaldean Excellency, is 1319. I will discuss here in these classic Chaldean markers in more detail, as they are presented in Scripture, and as they are specific to end-times Babylon, including Oppression and corruption False gods and false idols Wicked, sinful behavior End-times Babylon U.S. can be considered a prime example, and a microcosm, of corrupt Chaldean control and oppression worldwide, which will ultimately bring about God's final judgment on the earth. Babylon oppression and corruption The oppressive, Corrupt Babylonian nation that is described in Scripture as one that has corrupt leaders, holds its people captive, and has injustice that abounds. Its corruption also impacts other countries all over the earth. I will address these aspects of oppression in this section. The story we are told about God's people in Babylon demonstrates this oppression, but what happens to His elect at the hands of the Chaldeans is likely also happening to many other citizens of Babylon, including citizens worldwide. This is consistent with scripture that points to Jacob and his army in their battle being a light to the Gentiles and acting as a liberating force for captives worldwide. Corrupt Rulers and Kings End Times Babylon U.S. has very corrupt Chaldean leaders. In fact, the entire world and its nations will awaken to the fact that Babylon has deceived and lied to them. Babylon's rulers deceive other rulers as well as their own people through their false idols, witchcraft practices, sorceries, etc. This will become especially apparent in Babylon's policymaking deals and its economic and financial dealings worldwide, which I will briefly address later in this section. Meanwhile, God warns about their deception. For the leaders of this people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. Is 9:16. Specific End Times Kings and Rulers of Babylon U.S. To look for include, End Times Cyrus, the king of Babylon, End Times Nebuchadnezzar, and the Assyrian, End Times Sennacherib it is first important to recognize that these familiar ancient kings are also all described in a last days context in prophetic scripture. While these rulers all appear to be affiliated with the nation of Babylon U.S., there is very likely a significant amount of overlap with their involvement in the worldwide kingdom of Babylon. These last days rulers, discussed below, may not necessarily appear to the general public in this sequence. Cyrus I have mentioned in previous posts as the ruler presiding over Babylon, who God stands with, and blesses his dealings as a leader. God does this on behalf of his end-times servant Jacob. While God says that Cyrus does not acknowledge him, Cyrus is nonetheless still responsible for releasing Jacob and his people from captivity. Next, the end-times king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, is an oppressor, and one who leads with fury, as he is described by the Jacob army, is 14-4, after they are delivered. About this end-times ruler, the following is said in Scripture about how he is an adversary against God's people. Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon has devoured us, he has thrown us into confusion, he has made us an empty jar. Like a serpent he has swallowed us and filled his stomach with our delicacies, and then has spewed us out. Jer 51:34. Israel is a scattered flock that lions have chased away. The first to devour them was the king of Assyria, the last to crush their bones was Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon. Jer 50 17. Prior to their release, we know that the Jacob army serves in hard bondage and captivity in Babylon U.S., according to Scripture. And the Chaldeans, their kings and leaders, mentioned above, to whom God gave His people into their hands, have dealt brutally with them in the last days. You will recall from my prior passages that Babylon U.S. is the primary nation where God's vineyard is decimated. Here is what God says to end times Babylon's leaders. I was wroth with my people, I have polluted mine inheritance, and given them into thine hand, thou didst show them no mercy, upon the ancient hast thou very heavily laid thy yoke. IS 47-6. We are told in Scripture that last days Babylon has the blood of the saints on its hands, and that part of Babylon's ultimate punishment comes because it would not release God's people held captive. This scenario reminds one of the Pharaoh and pre-Exodus Egypt. Finally, the Assyrian appears to be a world leader in a time period subsequent to the kings above, likely in the tribulation period. There are some direct comparisons of this last day's Assyrian to the ancient king of Assyria, Sennacherib. First and foremost is both rulers' intentions to go to war against Judah. The Assyrian is another end-times agent of Babylon, and a powerful Antichrist Chaldean ruler who is used against God's people. He blasphemes God and is an obvious opponent of the righteous Jacob Judah Remnant army. He comes against them in Babylon U.S. The following scripture refers to the last days king of Assyria coming against God's remnant. By thy servants hast thou reproached the Lord, and hast said, By the multitude of my chariots am I come up to the height of the mountains, to the sides of Lebanon, and I will cut down the tall cedars thereof, and the choice fir trees thereof, and I will enter into the height of his border, and the forest of his carmel. Is 37:24. This end times Assyrian, possibly the Antichrist himself, as we will see in my next passage, then becomes a key agent for God in the destruction of Babylon as a nation. This is another one of those similarities to what we have learned will happen in the country of Israel that is, the Chaldeans come and destroy from without after they have infiltrated and destroyed a society from within. Their destruction from within is apparent by their activities described later in this passage, as well as my upcoming passages related to God's coming punishment on Babylon. As one more clue about the identity of the Assyrian, he is likely someone who had prior dealings in Babylon, even possibly as a ruler, before the last day's time period. God says that He will bring him back, and it appears that this is likely to occur in the tribulation period. God says through Isaiah. Because thy rage against me, and thy tumult, is come up into mine ears, therefore will I put my hook in thy nose, and my bridle in thy lips, and I will turn thee back by the way by which thou camest. IS 37:29. At this point in time, God promises that He has protected His Jacob Judah remnant from the Assyrian in particular, telling them that He will not enter this city, and that He will not shoot an arrow here. This likely refers to whatever land serves for the remnant's initial deliverance from captivity and possible exodus, which is still pre Zion. Captivity slash imprisonment. I have discussed before on this site how Antichrist Chaldean mafia style tactics can hold people captive and imprisoned, even in the midst of what appears to be a free and open society the jacob army banner that is raised is a sign and warning to others about this and is a light to the gentiles of the world god says the following to jacob i the lord have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people for a light of the gentiles to open the blind eyes to bring out the prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house is 42 to 6 to 7 i will also give thee for a light to the gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth that thou mayest say to the prisoners, Go forth, to them that are in darkness, show yourselves. They shall feed in the ways, and their pastures shall be in all high places. Is 49-6,9. In addition to God's own people who are blind and deaf in the last days, Gentiles worldwide will be awakened to the fact that Babylon U.S. The praise of the whole earth, is actually a Chaldean-ruled, oppressive, criminal, prison society. I have described in my prior passages that, once people are oppressed and taken captive, then they are especially vulnerable to being plundered and robbed by their Antichrist Chaldean oppressors, not to mention numerous other injustices. Injustice A people such as those residing in the Antichrist society of last days Babylon who are held captive and then plundered without recourse understand true injustice. A model Antichrist Chaldean society such as Babylon has one ruling oppressor class, served by its masses of Antichrist Chaldean slaves, which then in turn together silently oppress or persecute the rest of the nation's citizens. Recall that many of God's own people, the House of Israel, have joined the Chaldeans themselves. Again, this is done mostly on behalf of a corrupt ruling, wealthy elite, criminal class. Antichrist Chaldeans and their iniquities represent their same nature and practices that have existed from ancient days. As rulers, they are exhibit A for why God repeatedly demands from His own leaders who serve Him justice and liberty for the poor and needy. He says to His own House of Jacob leaders. Is not this the fast that I have chosen? to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is 58-6. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees, and that right grievousness which they have prescribed, to turn aside the needy from judgment, and to take away the right from the poor of my people, that widows may be their prey, and that they may rob the fatherless. Is 10-1-2. to 1 to 2. This is Jesus' principle of, whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me. Matthew twenty-five forty. Last Days Babylon U.S. is a Chaldean society where leaders practice exactly the opposite they turn aside, oppress and persecute the poor. Meanwhile, the following prophetic scriptures refer to God's own vineyard, the house of Israel, Jacob, who are strongly represented in Last Days Babylon U.S. For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins, they afflict the just, they take a bribe, and they turn aside the poor in the gate from their right. m 512 For they know not to do right, saith the Lord, who store up violence and robbery in their palaces. And 310. So, justice stands far off. If Chaldean rulers can oppress an old captive God's righteous people in the 21st century developed nation of Babylon U.S., as shown by the example we are given with the Jacob army, then they can certainly oppress many others. Systemic, societal injustice is a direct result of generations of corrupt, self-serving antichrist Chaldean leaders who, in a sense, covertly declare war against their own societies and people. The following scriptures represent God addressing the last day's house of Israel. So, collectively, God's house of Israel are both perpetrators and victims. We read. None calleth for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth, they trust in vanity, and speak lies, they conceive mischief, and bring forth iniquity. Is 59-4. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither doth justice overtake us, we wait for light, but behold obscurity, for brightness, but we walk in darkness. Is 59-9 and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey, and the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Is 5914 15 God abhors the kind of injustice that we see in today's last days Babylon U.S. Judgment and punishment is coming, and I will discuss this in my next passage. When truth is revealed, blinded leaders will be ashamed once they see the sheer scale of iniquity that they, themselves, have been a part of. First, before truth is revealed and God's judgment comes, the Antichrist Chaldeans will continue to slowly tighten the noose, so to speak, in the last days. This will cause many people all over the world, who would otherwise choose to be free, to instead become dependent on and to serve the rulers of the Chaldean state, which will emerge as the new world order the global Babylonian kingdom. We currently see state power asserting itself and conditioning citizens through government requirements, restrictions, etc. due to COVID-19. Their official mark of slavery will be the mark of the beast, which will be required in order for people to buy or sell, as we are told in the book of Revelation, ch. 13. As an aside, one should never agree to take this mark, once it comes. Babylon's oppressive and destructive effects worldwide. Babylon U.S is a nation recognized worldwide for its tremendous wealth and for being rich in treasures Jer 51:13 This is in addition to certain descriptors for Babylon that I have discussed such as praise of the whole earth implying its glory and the hammer of the whole earth implying its power among the nations We are told in the book of Jeremiah that Babylon has been a golden cup in the Lord's hand In the book of Revelation ch 18 we learn about Babylon's abundance of many fine goods that have been traded with the whole world gold, silver, precious stones, cinnamon, spices, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages, etc. Unfortunately, however, because of its corrupt and rotten nature, Babylon's apparent beauty, glory and power will be shown to be an illusion. In fact, God informs us that true Babylon is actually a destroyer a mountain that destroys the whole earth. This is another descriptive clue as to what nation might qualify as the Babylon of the last days Babylonian kingdom i.e. the U.S. So, Babylon and its Chaldeans are God's powerful agents on earth for destruction, and are thus constantly at war against his people and his creation overall. Unfortunately, this includes Babylon's destruction of other nations and peoples. Recall that this will be found out to be the case for the last days Chaldean-controlled country of Israel as well. Also recall that, Babylon's rulers are all part of the elite worldwide controlling Chaldean ruling class in the last days who will say peace when there is none. This will happen at a time when the rest of the world's peoples, who realize that they are being oppressed, will have become aware of the Chaldeans' lying system. The following sums up Babylon's Chaldeans' true deceptive paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings, they have made them crooked paths, whosoever goeth there and shall not know peace. IS 59-8. Other nations and leaders deceived. I mentioned in my last passage how other nations around the world, their leaders and merchants will all weep at Babylon's destruction. These were made rich and powerful but they were, and their peoples were, strongly deceived by her sorceries. Babylon will be found to be a financial house of cards and a Ponzi scheme. It will be revealed as a traitor in policymaking and foreign state relations. The following scriptures show how other nations and their leaders will have been deceived by Babylon. Babylon hath been a golden cup in the Lord's hand, that made all the earth drunken, the nations have drunken of her wine, therefore the nations are mad. Jer 51-7. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Rev. 18-3. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. reverend 18:23. The Nation of Babylon U.S will go from the beauty of the earth to being destroyed and ultimately left desolate in a very short period of time. This is according to Scripture. Babylon-False Gods and False Idols As I have discussed in prior passages, oppression, lawlessness and other sins always go together in societies that worship and serve gods other than the one true God Jesus Christ. In fact, we are told that last days Babylon U.S., just as we were told for Judah, modern-day Israel, has rebelled. We learn that those in Babylon have striven against the Lord, Jer 50:24 and have been proud against the Lord, Jer 50:29. Recall from my last passage and others that the restrainer in the person of the Holy Spirit Himself may reside in last days Babylon. The current last days may be the time period that Jesus was especially referring to when He warned that anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit as Babylon's leaders do will not be forgiven. Meanwhile, God's people in last days Babylon U.S. will recognize their own rebelliousness, once it is revealed, and when trouble on a large scale comes. These who finally have eyes to see will admit. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us, for our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them, in transgressing and lying against the Lord, and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Is fifty nine twelve 12-13. Some of God's people will repent, seek Him in return. Otherwise, a major factor in Babylon's ultimate destruction, which I will describe in my next passage, will be that its leaders and people at large pray to gods that cannot save. And times Babylon is, not surprisingly, full of false gods and idol worship. Babylon's Chaldeans serve gods of wood and stone, etc., i.e. for it is the land of graven images, and they are mad upon their idols. Jer 50:38. And when real trouble presents itself, Babylon's Chaldean leaders will turn right back to their own Chaldean council. We saw in my prior passage that this will happen in end times Judah, country of Israel, as well. For Babylon, we observe in Scripture. And the residue thereof he maketh a god, even his graven image, he falleth down unto it, and worshipeth it, and prayeth unto it, and saith, Deliver me, for thou art my God. Is 44-17. boweth down, Nebo stoopeth, their idols were upon the beasts, and upon the cattle, your carriages were heavy loaden, they are a burden to the weary beast. They stoop, they bow down together, they could not deliver the burden, but themselves are gone into captivity. Is 46 to 1 to 2. Thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, the monthly prognosticators, stand up and save thee from these things that shall come upon thee. Is 47 13. In fact, Babylon's leaders and people's false gods definitely will not be able to save them from the trouble that is caused by the Antichrist Chaldean system in the first place. This is discussed in more detail below. End Times Babylon U.S. And its Antichrist Chaldean system falls apart. The End Times nation of Babylon U.S. is built on a system of Antichrist Chaldean idols and their deception. The perplexity that comes upon Babylon in the last days is confusion that is a result of the Antichrist, satanic dialectic which is built on part truth, part intentional lies with an ultimate aim for creating confusion and destruction. Babylon's decision-makers will be confounded when their expert advisors and counselors who always helped them in the past, only by deception, will no longer be able to provide solutions. Conflict will then ensue because truth cannot be found. Consider the following. And lest your heart faint, and ye fear for the rumor that shall be heard in the land, a rumor shall both come one year, and after that in another year shall come a rumor, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Jer 51:46. Antichrist Chaldean idols and their dialectic system will make those who previously relied upon them to navigate smoothly to be mad and confounded. Recall again Jesus' words whether a kingdom can stand if Satan can cast out Satan. Also recall Jesus' words about how He came to open the eyes of those who are blinded and to close those who think they can see, but really cannot. My personal opinion is that these last days' troubles represent the trap that we are told in Scripture that God sets for end times Babylon U.S. Jer 50:26 the Antichrist Chaldeans' own system will turn against itself. The occult, ritual-filled system that has worked in the past for Chaldeans in committing crimes and atrocities will not work any longer because, in part, their deception and secrets, along with their practices, will be discovered by others. Citizens will no longer be uninformed, conspiring players in the game, either as predators or as prey. For these reasons, I also believe that this trap that God sets in motion will lead to the fall of the wall of deception i.e. the figurative, idolatrous wall, of secret practices, that is discussed in several parts of scripture. We are told that Babylon's thick wall that has been built between its oppressors and their oppressed will be leveled. I believe that this wall and its Chaldean system is also the sickness that God says and times Babylon has, which is a sickness that cannot be cured. Many will have been deceived. Just as I mentioned earlier in this passage that many nations and their leaders will have been deceived by Babylon, many individuals will also come to realize this deception. Many of those involved and who believe that they had been supporting some kind of vigilante justice system and seemingly endless social justice causes will then realize that they actually served an occultic, satanic, organized crime machine of destruction. People will also realize that have merely served and worked for foreign and or false gods to performing tasks as slaves, for racketeering purposes, for wealthy criminal oppressors, rather than perform actual productive, value-creating work. It will be recognized as a senseless, baseless enslavement system and matrix that creates and provides no real value. Scripture is clear about this. They, graven and molten images, idols, are vanity, the work of errors, in the time of their visitation they shall perish. Jer 51:18. Every man is brutish in his knowledge, every founder is confounded by the graven image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. Jer 10:14. See, they are all false. Their deeds amount to nothing their images are but wind and confusion. IS 4129. In the nation of Babylon itself, it will be too late due to the damage caused. Once discovered elsewhere around the world, the system of meaningless work serving false gods and idols and organized criminal activities will no longer work because citizens in other countries will wake up to the fact about who and what they have really been serving. They will see firsthand how Babylon U.S. is destroyed, and how it had negatively impacted and took advantage of various countries around the world as well. Babylon-Wicked, Sinful Behavior As expected, as a society that worships false gods and false idols, end times Babylon is full of wicked, sinful behavior. God tells His people to come out of her, because her sins have reached to heaven, Rev 18-5, IS 51-9. In fact, the Antichrist Chaldeans, as a cult, incorporate and institutionalize wicked, sinful behavior and all kinds of dirty work as a requirement of membership in their massive satanic army. We are told in Scripture that they conceive mischief. They actually plan evil. God warns. Woe to them that devise iniquity, and work evil upon their beds. When the morning is light, they practice it, because it is in the power of their hand. Mike 2 1. So, the Antichrist Chaldeans, as Satan's army of minions here on earth, accomplish exactly what Satan commands. What does the devil want to do, according to Scripture? We are told that he is a liar, and that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I will discuss each of these components as it applies to last day's Babylon in this section. First, related to false god worship that leads to these wicked behaviors, I mentioned in a prior passage about this being an issue related to the heart. As it relates to Babylon's Chaldeans, we are told. They have not known nor understood, for he hath shut their eyes, that they cannot see, and their hearts, that they cannot understand. Is forty four eighteen? He feedeth on ashes, a deceived heart hath turned him aside, that he cannot deliver his soul, nor say, is there not a lie in my right hand? Is 4420. As these scriptures suggest, once people's hearts are turned aside, they are unable to get back to God. Lies. We are told in scripture that the Chaldeans weave the spider's web. They employ a systematic method of lies, blackmail, bribes, quieting truth, etc. that is used for causing conflict and destroying numerous innocent people who they target. Chaldeans trade out and deceive people who they target, and set them up for destruction. We are told, they speak lies, and walk with slanderers. This methodology is described in the following scripture. Their tongue is as an arrow shot out, it speaketh deceit, one speaketh peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in heart he layeth his weight. Jer 9-8. Chaldeans also protect the lies of those who are their masters, including institutional lies, such as those perpetuated by a nation's governments, corporations, powerful individuals, etc. Their system is served by their massive compliant, loyal membership that causes truth to fail, and justice to be far away. A couple of additional scriptures about Babylon's, and Ephraim's, Chaldean's lying in the last days include. Therefore the Lord shall have no joy in their young men, neither shall have mercy on their fatherless and widows, for every one is an hypocrite and an evildoer, and every mouth speaketh folly. IS 9:17. And they bend their tongues like their bow for lies, but they are not valiant for the truth upon the earth. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they know not me, saith the Lord. Jer 9-3. Also not surprisingly, in Babylon's Chaldean society where lies are the norm and evil is called good, those who stand for truth and righteousness, or challenge the system, become outcasts and prey. At this point, good is called evil. If you have ever wondered, Chaldeans are the massive mob force that comes against innocent, well-meaning whistleblowers who desire to speak out in truth, but are then quieted under Chaldeans' threats and duress. This gang-style activity is a clear marker of an oppressive, corrupt society that stands squarely opposed to truth. This is highlighted in scriptures below. They hate him that rebuketh in the gate, and they abhor him that speaketh uprightly. M510. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey, and the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Is 59:15 by their lying and blaspheming about the Lord Himself, it only proves true what God has told us would be the case in His Word, the Bible. Stealing. I have discussed before on this site how the Chaldeans oppress and hold targeted individuals captive, which then allows their army to enter and subsequently steal and plunder. The prophet Isaiah, in his vision about Babylon had a grievous vision, in which he saw the treacherous dealer dealing treacherously and the spoiler spoiling, is 21 to 1. This is a prophetic vision of last days Babylon being looted, likely from within. Chaldean plundering in Babylon, again using the last day's house of Israel as a proxy, is also what is being described in scriptures below. And they covet fields, and take them by violence, and houses, and take them away, so they oppress a man in his house, even a man in his heritage. Mike 2-2. But this is a people robbed and spoiled, they are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses, they are for a prey, and none delivereth, for a spoil, and none saith, Restore is 42 22. O daughter of my people, gird thee with sackcloth, and wallow thyself in ashes, make thee mourning, as for an only son, most bitter lamentation, for the spoiler shall suddenly come upon us. Jer 6:26. We will see in my next passage about Babylon's US's eventual punishment and destruction as a nation, that it will then be plundered from without, just as it has plundered others. You may recall that this is also the same scenario that happens to the last days country of Israel. Babylon and its leaders all over the world will be discovered to have, stored up robbery in their palaces, i.e. high places, and 310. Killing As I mentioned earlier, the nation of Babylon U.S. We are told in several places in Scripture has the blood of the saints, and more specifically, the blood of the martyrs of Jesus on its hands. As I mentioned in Part 1 of this series, and earlier in this passage, Babylon U.S. is the primary nation that has stripped God's vineyard and heritage. In addition, we are told that Babylon not only has the blood of these on its hands, but also of the prophets and all that were slain on the earth, Rev 18 24. Babylon is bloodthirsty. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood, their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destruction are in their paths. IS 59-7. Ultimately, God says the nation of Babylon U.S. must fall because of Israel's, i.e. Jacob's, the lost sheep's, slain, Jer 51:49 destroying, war against Jesus Christ believers. It is clear in Scripture that in the last days families and friendships will fall apart. This is by design. Unless one understands the Antichrist Chaldeans' intentional targeting to tear apart relationships, then it would be hard to understand some of Jesus' words below. After all, it appears very unlikely and unnatural that families would be systematically broken apart and at war against each other, but the Antichrist Chaldeans promote and cause this. Jesus said. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Matt 1021. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Matt 1035. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death everyone will hate you because of me. Luke 21:16. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Luke 12 53. Jesus was obviously already aware of the tremendous power of the Chaldean iniquity of his day, as well as what would happen in the days to come, especially including in our last day's time period. Destroying via a Chaldean spy system. The Antichrist Chaldeans, who take blood oaths that supersede even family relationships, commit acts and crimes against their own family members. They trade them out, and Scripture says in several places that one must be careful what he says in the last days, clearly implying surveillance and likely Stasi-style reporting by one's own family and friends. This will be discovered and revealed in the last days. Consider the following Scriptures. Take ye heed every one of his neighbor, and trust ye not in any brother, for every brother will utterly supplant, and every neighbor will walk with slanders. Jer 9-4. Trust ye not in a friend, put ye not confidence in a guide, keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom. For the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter riseth up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, a man's enemies are the men of his own house. Mike 7-5-6. Destroying Causing Broken Families. Antichrist Chaldeans set out, conspire, and plan to destroy the family unit. In addition to trading out family members, as just described, the Chaldeans also seek to arrange marriages and even pre-planned divorces. Part of this arrangement from the beginning is due to a deliberate plan to mingle seed, so as to dilute and destroy God's vineyard and heritage. Of course, one primary method of breaking up marriages is the practice of adultery, again something that is planned and organized. Those who are familiar with some of the Chaldean symbolism see how they parade about and celebrate images that endorse adultery. In the book of Hosea, speaking prophetically about the last day's northern kingdom, i.e. Babylon, largely represented in the U.S., Hosea comments that last day's Ephraim and Samaria are all adulterers. We read. They are all adulterers, as an oven heated by the baker, who ceaseth from raising after he hath kneaded the dough, until it be leavened. Haas 7-4. Not surprisingly the result of institutionalized Chaldean practices in a society such as end times Babylon is broken families, and the creation of widows and the fatherless. The following scripture refers to broken, mixed families. The women of my people have ye cast out from their pleasant houses, from their children have ye taken away my glory forever. Mike 2-9. Tilda. End times Babylon U.S. Will eventually be completely destroyed and laid desolate. This will be God's punishment for its many transgressions described herein and previously in Part 1. Babylon altogether as a kingdom, a nation, and a great city will meet its demise. I will discuss this in more detail in my upcoming passage. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair, LL